everybody. Welcome back to Not Tab. Really? Not Tide, 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 Tide. I asked you if you were ready. This is how this is going to start. Like, I can't even speak because I haven't been sleeping mm-hmm. because we have a child that mm-hmm. never mm-hmm. sleeps. Oh, my gosh. Welcome back to Not Too Taboo with me, Gretchen Rossi. And this man over here that drives me nuts who is just froggy today. <laughs> so I'm a little nervous what we're going to get out of this cat. Well, honey, I'm your baby daddy and you're kind of stuck with me. <laughs> Hey everybody, thanks for coming back to another episode of our amazing Too Fun and Get It On show. Not get too it taboo. On. Yeah. Get, now we're we make things happen on. here, Gretchen. We make things happen. <laughs> oh my gosh. You guys, don't forget to download and subscribe. Let's do it together. Take out your phones right now and please download and subscribe today. Rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat. We yes. want to hear you people back here every single week. Yes. I want tweets. I want Instagram social. Who in these tweets? I know what the president tweets. And oh. I, I really think there should, should be better quality tweets that come out there. If the president tweets, then you have to tweet. That's how this goes? Yeah. Oh my God. I'm trying to be more social. You told me I had to be more social. <laughs> oh my gosh. Babe, I'm really excited about today's episode. No, I'm more excited about today's episode. Why are you more excited? Well, because I'm very excited when we get an opportunity to talk with these incredibly talented individuals who really stand for something that's super important. I know. And I, I love that. I wish, I w- I hope one day when Skylar is older that she finds friends like our guest today. Don't you feel like that? We could make our guest one of her aunts. Oh, that's a good idea. I like that idea. Um, you guys, today we're talking about faith, harmony, and saving yourself for marriage. And I'm really excited. And I really do. I just love our guest today. She's not only beautiful and talented, but she's so, so real. And uh, you guys might remember that she was discovered on X Factor at age 18. She became a part of the girl group Fifth Harmony, and then she transitioned to a solo artist charting back-to-back singles in the top 40 and amassing over 200 million collective worldwide streams. We watched her on season 28 of Dancing with the Stars, and she is here today to talk about her amazing new book, Finding Your Harmony, where she reveals how she rebuilt her career, she strengthened her faith in God, which I love, and uses her stories to help others find their inner voice. She might be young, you guys, but this girl is wise and grounded. Please welcome Allie Brooke. Yay! Oh my gosh, thank you. So much. That was like the best introduction I would absolutely love to be your baby's aunt. Nice, now we're talking. (laughs) Yes! Yes! You guys made me feel so... So special. Oh, well, you, you're you very are special. special. You and are so special. special, actually. It's been a few. It's been a few shows since I actually got the applause button correct. I know. So uh, you know, I wanted it's you to know I was good. really, really focused on pushing that button. I know. You got it right. I felt this time. it. I felt it. Ali, we're so excited to have you here with us today. You are truly just someone that stands out in this entertainment industry. Um, you know, Slade Thank and you. I have been in this space as well in the entertainment industry. And a lot of the reason that we ended up um, kind of bowing out and and taking a back seat um, to being in the spotlight on Housewives and all of that has to do with a lot of what you are talking about in your new book. So um, we're excited that you even decided to write this book. So tell us just a little bit about uh, Finding Harmony and what inspired you to write this book. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you so much. I, I totally understand how crazy (laughs) Hollywood can be and being in the spotlight. And when there's so much around you and so many cooks in the kitchen, it's a lot. It's not for, for everybody. And my purpose for writing this book was to be able to kind of coach and guide my readers 
through all the crazy ups and downs that I face. There's so many different topics that I talk about from, of course, number one, my faith, Mm -hmm. how that shaped me throughout my whole life, literally since birth, Mm. to being thrust in the spotlight at such a young age, overcoming insecurity and doubt and um, dealing with fame and overcoming online bullying and trying to find my voice, navigate this business, stay strong in who I am and my beliefs and all of that crazy stuff. Yeah. So with the lessons that I've learned, even though I'm I'm young, I felt like I have lived five lives. Right? I have yes. seen so much, <laughs> a lot that I wish I didn't see, right. honestly. Yes. And um, just leaning into that and owning my my truth and my strength and and encouraging, you know, young girls yeah. and even people who, you know, are adults in my age and whoever to be who they are, to be strong, to be proud, to know that there is hope for yeah. you um, and to know that anything is possible with God. And if you continue to have a mustard seed of faith and persevere in your life, that's what I want to leave with this book. I mm-hmm. want this book to be a light to so many people, especially in a in a crazy dark world, especially now in these times. Yeah, it's so true. Wow, what what a beautiful summation of what this book is. I mean, a lot of people, you know, when you think of the term memoir, you think much later in life after you've totally. you know, <laughs> done all these things and you're much older and all this stuff. And, yeah. and I love the fact that you, again, once again, broke that mold and said, you know what? No, like God has put this in me to talk yes. about this now and help people now, the people that are, you know, just starting out in this business or people that are mm. older and even struggling still with finding their inner voice and really, truly uh, standing up for who they are and what they believe in. And so I just think that's that's so wonderful that you listened to that voice and said, no, I'm going to do this now. You know, I think oh, that's beautiful. Thank you. Thank um, you so much. You that, know, that means the world. Oh, you're welcome, love. So talk to me about this. Is this is this part true, uh, something that struck a chord with me about saving yourself for marriage? So is that really what you're doing? You're saving yourself for marriage? Yes. Wow. And, wow. you know, being in this business and meeting all these different people, you know, of course, it's it's not easy. Yeah. Um, and in my book, I, I open up about that and sharing why I did that is because for me, it, it had to do with um, my faith and a personal covenant that I had with God. And I also share in there, um, you know, I feel like a book is a time to be honest and open and real with, with your readers and with people and to share who you are. And so I was like, I don't know, should I put this in or not? Are people going to judge me or like make fun of me? But actually, um, you know, it came out earlier this week and people have been so supportive and uplifting, and that is so awesome to see. And wow. I make it clear too in my book that I would never judge anyone for their personal choices, whether it's the same or whether it's different. Yeah. Um, but it's awesome to be able to own who you are and your truth and your story and uncover those layers. Um, that's to me was very important. And I still live that today. And like I say, one day the Lord will give me a husband. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it is refreshing and exciting to have, uh, you know, a young woman like yourself who's willing to stick 
to her moral compass. Yeah. And I think that's why you're finding such support is because we don't see that in today's society. Mm-hmm. And there's probably a lot of people out there who wish that they had the ability to do that or maybe even maybe have changed the way they decided to proceed with their life. So I commend you for, for sticking to that. Yeah. Thank and, you. And beyond you. that, I'm, I, I assume that that might have been a little scary because you see people like Britney Spears who, you know, said that at one point in her career. And then I later love Britney. On, I know, I know, I know. I love Britney. And too. Britney loved you. We watched your first audition. <laughs> yeah, that's Isn't right. Isn't that crazy? That's right. That's, that's right. Like, I know. It that's still right. blows my mind. But like still the, the thing is, is like someone like Britney going out and, you know, saying that and then obviously that not being the case later on. I mean, she got scrutinized so badly over that. So is that something that you've ever that like you got really nervous about? Like, oh my gosh, what if what if this doesn't happen? What if I'm not married till I'm like 40? And like <laughs> right. You know, like did any of those thoughts go through your head or like wh- that because that's a very personal thing to share. Yes, for sure. And well the thing is, ugh, Brittany, I love her so much. And I can't imagine like what she was feeling just being so attacked and scrutinized yeah. and that's her life to live, you know, yes. and her story. And it's so awful. I feel like in the time that that was all happening, that the media was so such one way is very negative and especially hard on, on women and mm-hmm. their personal choices. And now it's awesome because I feel like the industry is getting so much better at being supportive of women and not being as, um, not being as judgmental and harsh and demeaning towards women. We still have a long way to go. Yeah, but, I was going to uh, say, that's, it's that's getting great better. to hear. But I feel and like it's, it's still it's nice. still is out there. But, but I'd love to hear that there's been a good response from you from that. Because I feel yeah. like that could have gone one way or the other pretty, totally. pretty you know, easily. And easily. And the thing is, it's like I had such a hard time even being in Fifth Harmony and even being a, a solo artist recently is being vulnerable. And this is like as vulnerable as it gets. Yes. And I just decided that I'm, you know, I am so tired of like overthinking and being hard on myself and not, and letting fear and doubt stop me from, yeah, yeah, exactly. Stop ruling. And um, I just think it's so, there's a power when you're open with people and not just that, but so many other things that I share in my book, that's, that's a strength and that's a superpower. And I learned that just recently and I decided to just be brave on everything that I have been through and and choosing carefully what to share and getting to that place is honestly so freeing. I like, just knowing that people are supportive and kind and loving and respectful, or at least from what I've, what I've seen is so nice. And just for the first time in my life, just being, being real and open and saying, this is my life. This wasn't, you know, uh, these are my personal choices and this is what I went through and things weren't peachy and easy. Um, but coming out of that stronger, is incredible. It's the most amazing feeling. So, so I like have a takeaway already just in, in listening to you talk and kind of seeing, uh, you know, the preview of the book that we received. It seems to me that your book would be perfect for, you know, any up and coming emerging artist who has interest in learning yes. about your story and the journey that you took to find the success that you found, w- what it took to get to X factor, the fact that mm. they helped put this group together, the contracts, all those things are incredibly fascinating. The other thing is, 
in this world of the Me Too and all this stuff that's happening within Hollywood, mm. I love the fact that you've shown people another way. Because I think there's so many people out there that are willing to succumb to the pressures of these individuals within entertainment. They believe the only way to get there is to hook up or get together with individuals who can help my career. And you're showing people that you can find success, maintain that moral compass, and and live your truth, right? Not having to succumb yes. to what the industry is telling you is okay. Because mm-hmm. yes, that's the thing is sadly those people have been convinced it's okay if you mm-hmm. sleep with your producer. It's okay if you hook up with the recording artist. And that's yeah, the problem. Not only, not only are they being taught that it's okay, but they're also seeing other people that are choosing to make those decisions excel. And, and get maybe, finding success and, and having maybe, done that. Yeah, and maybe they're not excelling. Yeah. So it takes a lot. Who else is going to show up but you, Allie? Come on. No, but I love the fact that Allie <laughs> is saying, no, like I'm not going to go down that path. There is another way. And what's so great about that, Allie, and I know you know this, like you're saying, there's so much power in that. And I have I have learned over Thank the you. years that God blesses those mm. decisions. And and it might mm. not seem like right in the moment, but totally. it does come full circle. And you might, yes. you know, like Slade and I went through this with housewives, you know, it's like mm. to leave that environment, we walked away from a very big paycheck. It was a yeah. very hard decision on us. But when we finally did, we saw God blessing us in ways that we could have never imagined. Never imagined. Had we stayed in that, Mm. we probably wouldn't have the same blessings. But it was hard. There was days that were hard. Don't get me wrong. Like there was, and then you see the people that like are your enemies or people that were like, you know, just doing anything to stay on the show, and they would continue to make money and do things, and and you were like, God, why? Like why do they get this when they're totally morally corrupt? And I'm like, (laughs) you know, sitting over here, girl. I totally know. It's it's very hard, and um. Kind of going back to what you said earlier, I, uh, you know, being in a situation where there was uh, an executive who made me feel very uncomfortable and mm-hmm. who uh, gave me a thong when I was asking him for help with things that was that were going on in the group and feeling just humiliated and, and, and such shame, even though that wasn't on me. And then him inviting me to my hotel room. Mm-hmm. It's so hard because I can't imagine how many how many women or young or girls yeah. have been in that position and you just feel this fear. I yeah. felt a, uh, a, uh, a, how do you say a, a little bit of uh, what it feels like to be in that position and feel like, Oh my gosh, if I, you know, right. don't um, engage in that, is this person, which obviously I didn't, is this person going to blackball me? Is this yes. person going to lie about me? Is yes. this person going to ruin my career? Mm-hmm. And I think that is so horrible. And just hearing so many stories of how that has gone on. And now it's just finding the light um, and coming to the surface. It's awful. And, um, you know, obviously if someone wants to, to go a different path and like do it because it's their choice, that's different. You know, that's, that's their choice. And, right. and that's, you know, their life and that's fine. But for me feeling that fear and that, uh, entrapment was, was horrible. And, um, and it was so amazing that God saved me from, I think something that could have been really, really bad and awful. And, uh, you know, that person and another executive who was, uh, inappropriate with me, um, they're not, in the industry, wow. really, a lot of things have come out about wow. these people, See? and so God was protecting yeah. you. He had God your back. is protecting. 
God is protecting. So, so random because she said thong. I know. Like, like G-string? Like he, they gave you- Oh, yeah. I mean, you first said thong and thought, what is he wanted to walk to the beach in a pair of, pair of thongs? <laughs> well, right? Oh, I'm a little slow. Then, Allie, no. I'm sorry. I'm just a little slow. <laughs> it's okay. I have but, those moments too. I don't know. We were, uh, I'm like, well, that was yeah. nice of that guy. He just wants to go to the beach. <laughs> he just know, sandals so, yeah. okay. Yeah. But that what, a, that, what a random and awful feeling. Awful. And right? yeah, that's a thing. And he was like, oh, I think you look good in this. And oh, dear. at the time I was seeking advice from this this man, I was asking him for help. I was, I was desperate and I was already so uh, insecure and broken and questioning a lot of things. So for me to be like, oh my gosh, this person, he can help me. And then that, it just shattered me. And you read in the book, just what kind of led up to, to those moments and why I felt even more awful than I did. And you know, what's interesting is like my first response is I feel so sorry and, and sad that you had to go through that experience. Mm. And then my second emotional response is I'm glad you went through it because mm. you are the person strong enough to come out, tell that story and yeah. show everybody there's a way to, to get through those challenges get through, and yeah. over, you know, and, and succeed. Yeah. So, no, that's, thank that's you. So, but that's why it was given to you. Yeah, by exactly. the way. That's why it happened to you is because you were that person that, that, that could overcome that. Yeah. You know what, you know, you know, they say, you know, God doesn't give you, uh, any more than you can handle, you know, and sometimes I wonder about that, Allie. I wonder about that. Oh, I know. Just, just wait till you read the rest of the book. I mean, man, it's, it's hard, you know, and like, sometimes you do question like, God, why did I have to go through that? God, why did you allow this to happen to me? Why are you, uh, why are you, um, why is everything so hard or hard. doors are shut in my face, blah, blah, blah. Yep. And it's like, we sometimes don't know the answer. And in our waiting, he is there. Mm-hmm. And later yep. things come, you'll understand, even though it's hard to grasp later in life, you're like, I know why that happened to get exactly. me here or to make me stronger or to build my character or to help someone else. So, okay, so this lessons. T- what she's saying right now took yes. me till age 41 to figure out, and she's figured it out by this age. That's pretty <sighs> amazing. <laughs> Why were you not calling us earlier? I, I, <laughs> I know Jay, I should have written this earlier. Gosh. I know. No, I, I commend you so much for being so young and being able Thank to come you. to that conclusion because it really did. It took me, I would say, till about what, 30, 39, 40 years of age yeah. to really yeah. realize what you've realized right now. Um, and I'm 15, s- so I have no idea what the two of you are talking about. <laughs> So, uh, You're 52 like, this month, but nice Gretchen, try. Gretchen, <laughs> you never give away someone's age in Hollywood. Shame on you. Um, so That's Allie, hilarious. Ch- chapter one, um, the title is The Worst Best Day of My Life. I found that title so interesting. So tell us a little bit about that. So that is a very opening of the book. And yeah, it's it's crazy. It's, uh, it's like you really have to think about it, you know? Um, and it basically introduces... This was the day, X Factor, my, mm-hmm. my audition, you know, when I auditioned, um, before the audition aired, I had the, one of the most incredible days of my life, which I would describe as a mountaintop moment mm-hmm. after six years and, and, um, actually longer pursuing a dream. I finally get my chance when I go up on that stage the chance I've been praying for basically my whole life. Mm-hmm. And I was so excited for them, uh, X Factor, to air it on TV and for people to see. 
everything, just how, you know, amazing my family is, their love and support for me, um, and so many, so many things. And I hope that they would give a shout out to my, my um, hometown, which I love so much, uh, talk about my mom, her overcoming scoliosis, or excuse me, dealing with scoliosis, yeah. um, and so many things. So then there's this built up and I was waiting months and months and months and my parents were for it to finally air. Um, and so I was filled with all this excitement and then it aired and X Factor had edited my audition to make me look like someone who was shallow and, and wow. in it for the wrong reasons. And they did not include anything of what I, I, anything that was really important to me, like the family, like my faith, wow. like, um, like hope in it. And I just remember when I watched that TV screen along with my, my parents and my whole big old family at my aunt's house, I was completely devastated because hmm. you, you wait this whole life for your moment and your chance is here. Gosh, yeah. after year after year and pounding the payment and praying that I'll get a chance and you have it, but it's, it's, it looked like I had given an alternate audition and it's it shattered. And out of that, I remember my mom started crying when we, when we packed up and went back home on our drive and my dad mm -hmm. was super disappointed. And then um, I looked on YouTube to find some comfort, like, okay, maybe we're, we're crazy and it didn't come across as shallow or anything like that. And I opened up YouTube and I mean, it was comment after comment of just so many ugly, nasty names. Every name you can think of, I was called, and it just completely broke my heart and devastated me and my my parents. And I felt like that was one of the moments where I just said, "God, why? Hmm. We've waited so long. We've been faithful. Yeah. We've been going through, you know, the narrow gate, trying to trying yeah. to make it in in a in a in the right way, and this happens. It's heart shattering." But as you see, God just, man, he, he's faithful. in time, he's faithful <laughs> yeah. and he turned everything around wow. what was meant for evil. He turned everything around and that goes on for, for, I mean, even being in the group. Um, and then eventually later, so I write too on the final night of X Factor, the producers actually apologized to my parents and said, we're so sorry for the way we edited her. So that wow. was really healing. Whoa. That's more than we ever got. Yeah. Jeez. Cause just, <laughs> wow. I mean, uh, uh, the relatability, I mean, I'll just tell you really quickly, you know, yeah. we relate mm. so much to this. Gretchen had an opportunity to perform with pussycat dolls. Yeah. Oh my Cause, God. Cause Gretchen loves Wait, to sing. She's got four songs right. on iTunes. Yeah. And so that's she, right. oh she my performed. God. Was this on the show? Yeah. yeah I was on the show. That's and what, so yeah. we were oh in God. Vegas, Pussycat Doll Saloon. Like she's performing like four songs or five songs. And it was literally the best night, like on such a high, right? Such a high. Then we find out that hmm. the sound guy pulled the audio and tried to sync it back up and purp purposely made the music off <gasps> from her voice because they had her voice on a single oh channel. My they had the replay in the club on a separate channel and they pur purposely made it off. Wow. So it sounded like she was flat. 
Ali, and that she like, was offbeat with the music on Ali, purpose. I like literally, I, like the story you just told, I can relate to. Like I'm sure your stomach turned. Like my stomach, stomach turning. Because honestly, yeah. like I can relate to that story so well. Like I remember flying to Vegas, having mm-hmm. this opportunity, being so excited yet so nervous. Yeah. But I literally was on this flight and I said, oh my God, I feel like, I feel like, I've, I've accomplished these things in my life that I always wanted to do. And like, I'm going to be on a Las Vegas stage. Like who gets to say that they get to be on a Las Vegas stage. And I felt so like proud and excited in that moment. And Mm. when I did, when I did the performance, even the people that hated me on the show, you know, like the Tamras and all them, they were like, wow, that was like really good. Like they were all shocked. They were so like surprised about how much they loved the performance. And, and it's I like remember, redemption. And yes, yes. And it was such a chance. great day and such a great night. And all the women were finally being nice to me. It was my birthday. Mm. We were all celebrating. It was one of the best memories ever. And then they aired wow. it. Uh, and I just remember the tweets that started cooking. Because back then it was Twitter. And like the tweets mm-hmm. that started coming in. And just how people started mutilating me on mutilating. social. Yeah. And to, to the point where I had to, I had to turn off all my social. I couldn't even yep. watch the rest of the episode. I was crying so hard. I literally felt like for weeks I was like in my room just crying because I was so embarrassed. And and I was so angry that I didn't have somebody else there recording Mm. what really happened because it was such a special moment in my life that I wish that I had that for the memory for what it was. So I know that feeling so well of of producers being able to manipulate Manipulate. what your reality Mm -hmm. is for fodder for their show or for their ratings or for whatever. And it's like they don't care how it affects you. They don't care how it affects your psyche, your life your reality and, and your like, family and your family and just all the stuff I mean like you're saying like and you know what's really weird Ali I watched we wow. watched that um audition with you just now and I didn't I didn't even gather that like that's so Thank interesting you. to hear this backstory because I was like oh my gosh she's amazing and even Simon liked Thank her and even you. Simon's like I think we have a star here like everything yeah. uh, to me it seemed like it was so great but isn't that interesting Thank you for people to know that backstory and hear something totally different than what it was. I mean, yes. that's, that's fascinating to me. And I can totally, uh, literally what you're saying. I mean, we have such similar stories. It's crazy mm-hmm. how stri- it's, it's, it's strikingly familiar. Yeah. Um, it's just like that feeling of, I mean, you can't do anything. What was I supposed to do? Tweet yeah. and, and jeopardize right. my whole career right. and contract and say, right. that wasn't me. You feel powerless. Yes. You feel yep. um, trapped. Yep. And all I wanted to do was just scream to these people, this is not me. This is not what I represent. Yep. And yep. having those people just label you and judge you. And those people, those producers, they just want drama. Yep. And it's like- right. Guys, this affects someone's life. life. This yeah. affects a, a, a young girl, you know what I mean? And Yeah, an 18-year-old, an 18-year-old very girl. vulnerable young very girl. Vulnerable. Like you said, that like your whole life you've been looking towards this moment. And yeah. I can't imagine that moment of like, why God? Like I that oh, was yeah. probably so heavy on you. Like it, I, was. like it was with me so many years on Housewives. But it is yes. interesting how God truly takes those messes and mm. turns it into your message. And I find yes. that to wow. be so beautiful that you have found a way to take that ugly negative side of what that business did to you and truly yeah. turn it into this incredible message. I'm just, I'm like so honored right now that wow. you're on our show talking about that. And I want to wow. give you both Thank some comfort you. right now. 
Why? Because this just in yeah. from producer Rachel. Rachel, oh. I pr- I promise not to manipulate this for my own gain. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you, Rachel. Rachel. This, is, Rachel. this is how we work with you. That's very kind of you. Thank you so much. We appreciate you. Oh my <laughs> a god. A lot. That's so true. Man, oh my it's a uh, yeah, and it's like it really is amazing. And I I think at the end of the chapter, I say, "How did I get through one of the?" darkest nights or something like that. Yeah. Well, this is coming in more. And, you know, this is what I want to tell, you know, young girls, they deal, they may not deal with being on TV and having your audition edited, but they may yeah. deal with, you know, kids at school, making up a rumor about you, or they yeah. may deal with online bullying or um, whatever it may be, knowing that you can, you can navigate through it. You can come out of it stronger, you can be redeemed. Mm-hmm. I just want that to be my message to those little girls and boys who feel hopeless and to feel uh, like, oh my gosh, this is it. This is the end. Yeah. No, it's just it's just beginning. You just have to push through and persevere. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love the word that she just used that you can be redeemed because that part was the part that felt so dark and heavy for me when I was on mm. Lost Wives. Like, oh, yes. Just the whole time. It's like, you know, they 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 create this caricature of you. Yep. And they put this thing out of who you are. Slade and I both, you know, we're, we're seen a certain way. And it's yeah. like literally for the last, you know, six or seven years that we've been off the show, it's like every time we meet somebody, everyone's like, oh, my God, you guys are so nice. And you're so this and you're so that. And we're like, yeah, yeah. okay. You're like, you know, yep. and it's <laughs> Yeah. And it's so hard because, you know, it's like when you're on a show for half a decade and, and Slade was on for eight years, it's like people have this perception of wow. who you are. And it's like yeah. to try and come out of that and show this other side of you and and really resonate with that and and mm. wait on God's timing yes. to be redeemed. It's the hardest right thing. It's the hardest it's hard. thing <laughs> in the world. But in the world. But what's so great is it does eventually happen. Does, and yep. you know, just like like the stories that you're sharing. I mean, look at this. You know, you're you're on the top forty charts. You have over two hundred million. Mm. You know, streaming downloads. I mean, you are thriving despite mm. everything that was thrown at you. Despite every Thank single you. thing. That's happened despite the mm-hmm. fact that, you know, you could have so easily been swayed and gone, done something with producers or whatever it was. Yeah. Um, it just shows so much of who you are and your character. And I love the fact Thank that you. you are truly, um, you know, encouraging other people that they can do that in mm-hmm. such a, in such an ugly world, in such an ugly space mm-hmm. right now. I mean, for instance, look at, look at what, what uh, Cardi B. You're talking about the Cardi B song. Yeah. There's, a, you yeah. know, there's a Cardi B song that was number one on the billboard charts and it's fairly vulgar unbelievably vulgar oh, if you're familiar with that song maybe yeah. you're not i almost don't bit, want you to listen yeah. to it uh, <laughs> but yeah i was i was affected having listened to it just you know for reference but the point is is that speaks volumes about music producers and the type of content that they're pushing so does this does this vulgarity this sexualization get pushed in your direction because i you've, you've established your boundaries but but how do you handle that yeah. i mean you're a pop music star and and the things that help to define what pop music is, it's very challenging when creating and writing some of your own music because the labels want to stay relevant. So how do you how do you walk and, that road? And everything is so sexualized. So how do you, yeah, like I said, how do you manage that in this world? Because it's a, it's a big question. I mean, I'm too sexy for my hat right now, but I can't <laughs> talk about it yeah. openly because I have a daughter. You can talk about it. So, yeah. <laughs> you own that, okay? Yeah. Um, well, you know, I think... Each artist it has their own story and their own 
brand and their own way of of expressing themselves. And I I don't want to, um, you know, discredit or kind of tell anybody how to be. But right. for me, I know that I, you know, I keep my little cousins in mind. I have little cousins who are like four and yeah. five. And I think, what do I want them to listen to? You know, I I want little kids to listen to my music and adults and grandmas. Yeah. And it's so awesome. So I'm pretty intentional with my lyrics and with my videos. And I think they're also definitely for me personally, there's I, I can still be sexy and express that. But there's a line and a boundary that I've created for myself. And um, I am also empowered by my team, you know, my my management um, to be that. They've never pressured me, you know, I, I, I'm so grateful for shout out to Will and Charles because they're mm-hmm. They're very supportive of how I want to express myself and and that I have a line and they'll be there too if if I've been pushed in one way to be like, guys, like, no, she's not going to say that or she's not going to sing that. And so how did you find that kind of management? I mean, did you have to go through some people before you found the guys? Well, God, for sure. But <laughs> I mean, man, I, I went through a few and yeah. we're all like. Um, we all for, for personal management, by the way, everyone it was, whenever we decided to part ways, it was very amicable and peaceful. Yeah, yeah. So I, I send them love, but, um, yeah, you just got to find your people and they management never tried to, um, push me in a direction I didn't want to go. So that was good. It's just for me, it was more so switching management because it's a difference of, you know, agreeing on the vision and actually executing. Yes. And I yes. finally found the people who got both, you know, they supported yeah. me in my, my art, my vision, my sound, what I'm comfortable with, what I'm not. And then also being able to execute it. And, um, I open up about my journey to finding a label and a meeting Charles Chavez, who, who is like my music guy. And he's also part of my management. So it's an interesting <laughs> family we have, but, um, yeah, I mean, literally I just kind of went through different people and finally found the right one and sometimes it would be so frustrating because you're like I have this vision for myself but but this person can't execute it or doesn't understand it Mm -hmm. and finally through faith and prayer and just continuing to try people it's like dating you just continue until you find the one totally (laughs) it is like totally yeah I love these stories by the way they're very helpful just you know because my management's sitting across the table And so yeah, I, are you I, trying I, to get rid of me? Well, no, I, I, I love my management. <laughs> That's you're, a good you're, thing. You're so aggressive sometimes. Good answer, buddy. <laughs> That's okay, right? As she should be, right? She's got a crap. Now you're sometimes. empowering her to be more aggressive. And I'm just, I'm very oh, shy. Yes, girl. I'm very, very shy. And sometimes I'm not sure how to navigate through these situations. She's smarter than me. She's prettier than me. And I'm, frankly, yes. I, I, I'm humbled. That is awesome. I would never think you were shy. I guess so I would never. Shy. He's that. such a liar. He's Don't so even shy. let him, oh, Ellie. Okay. He's like, like not shy. <laughs> he is not shy. Not even one that little bit. Very so shy. funny. <laughs> that is so funny. Well, you had me fooled. I'm gullible. Clearly, he is such a turkey. <laughs> um, so there's a lot of health, uh, self-help books out there. What would you say makes this one so different? Mm, I think because because I am, I guess, so young, and I come from a different. Um, background, you know, being Mexican American, being a pop artist, and um, 
navigating a crazy business and the circumstances that I've I've been through, I think that's what what makes this different. And I've been told that not a lot of uh, you know singers my age have written um, books. It's funny because they call it a memoir, but I I would agree with you. I would categorize this under self help as well, and and Christian, you know, a faith yeah. Facebook. Um, but yeah, it's just version I one, right? Of the memoir. This is just chapter one. one. There's more to come. There's so much more. There's sequels. Yes. Yes. (laughs) And there's a book too, just waiting to happen. And one day that will happen, guys. Yep. Yep. (laughs) I always get so frustrated with these interviews, Gretchen, because these young, intelligent people come on our show and I'm like, we haven't written a book. Yeah, I know. They, they're so much it's wiser okay. and smarter they're, they're, than us. They're wiser, they're smarter. That's why we bring them on here because no one wants us, to listen to me. Way to make us Wait. look bad, Allie. So, yeah, nice Wait, job, Allie. Not feeling insecure so. at all, lady. <laughs> hey, you can do an awesome podcast. I can oh, do that. So there you sweet. go. So <laughs> you know, you mentioned something about being insecure and not feeling, you know, good about yourself during some of these stages. I, I, it's so hard to imagine that because you're just so beautiful and you're so talented Thank and you. you seem so confident. And she's grounded. Grounded. Thank talk you. I love about, that word. Talk to me about what that looked like and why that happened. And do you feel like maybe before you were secure and then when you got into the business that made you insecure or like what happened? And, and this is a great question too, because I think this could be one of the most important messages for our listeners today mm-hmm. to understand this. Well, it's so crazy. So when I entered the business, I was, I was confident. I felt like I was bright. Mm-hmm. I felt like um, I had this light within me and then yeah. getting that chance and my big break in fifth harmony as grateful as I am for it. And as amazing as a lot of those memories and times were for me, a lot of it was so hard and dark. And Mm. one of that was being hit with so much uh, insecurity, not only just in, you know, my looks, my body, but sometimes my physical voice and sometimes my, you know, just standing up for myself um, with certain things, you know, trying to tell a stylist, can I try something else? And I'm kind of just being... Um, not very nice and not very understanding or supportive. Um, yeah. And then being body shamed, there was a, mm. so there was a music video called Flex that we were recording for. And I was already, and in the book, I go into a lot more detail, but um, I was already at a place of insecurity and I was nervous. Oh my gosh, we're going to have to be in bathing suits. And this is the heaviest I've been. And I'm, I'm nervous, you know, I'm yeah. not, I'm not super super thin right now. And what if I look really bad or I don't like the way I look or people, you know, are, are mean, but I finally, you know, the whole day I was, I was asking like, please tell me if this bathing suit fits right. Please tell me if I don't, if I don't look okay, but everybody was supportive and the director was like, you look amazing. And at one point I finally felt good. I was like, Okay, you know, I I feel good. I feel sexy. I feel confident. Right. This is this is okay. You know, in a, a moment of being proud of owning my body, loving my body, and yeah. and showing it. And I, it was like a one piece, but um, it had like cutouts on the side, so it wasn't a two piece, but it was kind of a in between. Right. And you know, going through all that emotionally and mentally. And then the day was finished and then I opened up uh, social media and there were paparazzi pictures of me and the girls on the beach with their bathing suits. And these photos weren't 
the most Fire. flattering of me. All right. Right. And people were just ripping me apart. Just oh I was God. fat. Flattering my body wasn't sell. okay. Oh yeah. And and I I mean so much so much already had happened at that point. And that just completely just broke all confidence yeah. that I had and broke me. And it made me feel like, oh my gosh, you know, I'm I am not worthy of feeling beautiful or feeling good enough and I had to shut off social media for a few days um even though people were defending me and thank you to my fans who were that day it just felt like the 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 hate was so so overwhelming and it was embarrassing to and also at that time to note is that at the time you didn't have this wave of body positivity you had one type of body yeah. that was celebrated, which was more on the thinner side. Right. And I didn't meet those standards, I guess, at the time. Um, and so you can imagine you just feel oh, yeah. like validation, like, oh, I my body, you know, I'm not, I'm not okay. Mm-hmm. I'm not yeah. I'm not beautiful. But now it's a different story where you're seeing so much body positivity and and so many different types of women are being celebrated. And that's amazing, you know, and, and it's important yeah. to show young girls that we're meant to be different and we should value and love ourselves and not have this false perception of who we should be. Um, and love that, you know, cause gosh, social media wasn't really around when I was like 12, but I can't imagine being a 12 year old now. Right. And like, Oh yeah. So hard. And you know this better than anybody, by the way, cause you had to wear an ugly outfit on Oprah. Yeah. (laughs) I do remember this. Wait, 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 what? Oh God, that's a whole story. But I mean, they were the, all the girl. It was my first year on on Housewives, and we went to go do the Oprah Winfrey show. And oh none my of them gosh, wanted, none of them wanted to wear this really ugly ass outfit, and so they like pushed it on me. And <laughs> oh I was, yeah, like, crying. And I was just like, why do I have to be like the ugly duckling? And they're like, well, you're new, so you have to wear this. And then like my producer wow. threatened that I wouldn't come back to the show if I didn't oh, wear the outfit. Like it was this whole yeah, so like your first time on Oprah. Thing. But, and it was right after my fiance had passed away. I literally hadn't got out of bed for a month. Like I was hysterical. Like it was just such the, it it was what was supposed to be the best moment of going and meeting like my idol at the time, Oprah. Of course. To like turning out to be the worst experience ever, but whatever. I mean, that's such a side thing. But Best day, worst day. But you know what? What's so interesting, (laughs) Allie? But what's so, yeah, exactly. Good good callback, babe. But what's so interesting, Allie, is that, I feel like even though like you and I are on, you know, our public figures are forward facing and we have a much larger audience to scrutinize us and, yes. and say things to us, what you're talking about is so um, relatable to everybody on any level because yeah. we, exactly what you're talking about. I was on Housewives. I was so confident. Like I didn't go on Housewives until I was 30 years of age. I was such this, you know, confident woman. I, I mean, I you're... Was, Gorgeous. You're oh, literally well, you're so sweet. You're so, yeah, so gorgeous. You're so sweet. <laughs> we so, should have a baby. But, I, but <laughs> right? this is my point is yes. I was like, I was so confident and I was this person that I, I just never thought that anything could get to me. And then it's mm. so wild how these women attacking you and then having all these people at their fingertips being able to say stuff about you. And next thing I know, like, they're like, you have a horse face, you have a horse mouth, you have the rat mouth or whatever. And I Dang. literally started having issues with my confidence in areas I never even thought I would have issues oh, with. Oh, yeah. 
it bleeds. That's the thing. It bleeds. And it's so sad to see how that can happen to us, especially in a world today that with social media right at your fingertips. And I just want to encourage anybody out there that's listening to this, that whether you are on the level that we've been exposed publicly, or you're just in a small group of friends, if you are around toxic people like that, you need to get away from it. You need to step away from it. And you really need to go back and focus on the source of what is going to make you feel beautiful and happy. And, And hopefully that's, you know, a source like God. But if it's not that, surround yourself with the right people, because that Mm -hmm. could be so detrimental on your mental health. Absolutely. And I know that feeling. So the fact that you've been able to come through that and, you know, show the other side of that. And and everyone goes through this. It's not, you know, it's not like we're special. It's like everybody goes everybody, through this. Everybody, yes. Yeah, to, at different levels, but yeah. everyone goes through it. Yeah. So I just think it's really great. So what piece of advice would you give all of the people out there? Like girls, mm. men, anything? What, if you had one piece of advice for them, what would you give them? Oh, man. Well, when it comes to, to social media is I would say be careful when you pick up your phone. Um, You know, I actually know a lot of artists who don't manage their own accounts because social media, you know, the negativity can be so loud. They literally give their accounts to other people, you know, to help post for them and to help filter their their social media. Um, And so just to, just so people know, sometimes, I mean, even I, when I was, when I was young, I thought, oh, celebrities, you know, they probably, you know, don't deal with the same things that I do. You know, they have this amazing life and they're perfect and have all this love and support. <laughs> nope. but, <laughs> <That's worse. laughs> but it's like you, you know, I don't consider myself a celebrity. I like to just say like singer or artist, but um, you deal with with so much and knowing that, guys, everybody's the same. It doesn't matter what you do for your job doesn't matter yeah. where you're from. We're all, everyone's a person and a human being and everybody yeah. has feelings and, a yes. and, uh, how do you say like, um, a meter of how much you can kind of take yes. and just, just knowing that you're, you're not alone. And what helped me the most, I think is feeling like, okay, I'm not alone. You know, my friend is going through something similar or one of my favorite artists spoke out against uh, bullying or against their own insecurities or what they battle with. And that makes me feel better. Just, just knowing that you're, you're not alone guys, you can overcome it. It seems impossible in the moment. It seems like you won't, but you will, and you will see the rising sun again. That's what, that's what I like to share with people, Mm. people who are lost or broken or, who don't feel like they're loved or they have a home or family, just the Lord loves you and you will find your, your people. You will find your friends. Sometimes it takes a season or it takes a year or two, whatever, but you will, you will find that, um, yeah, I just want to tell everybody don't give up. I love that. I just went really I have, deep have, right now, but I was just getting no, like that's pictures beautiful. in my mind. No, it's good. And I have I have three things that we've taken away from your book. That's an important how-to for our listeners. Own your truth. Mm-hmm. Yes. Define your boundaries. Mm-hmm. Yes. And do not allow others to manipulate you. Okay, I do. Yeah. That's perfect. And your, your that's in your perfect. Choices. No, I love that. I love that. Um, Allie, you are just such an inspiration. You're it's su- Aunt Allie to you. <laughs> Aunt <laughs> oh, Allie. Oh, that's right. I'm going to be Aunt Allie. Allie. <laughs> you are truly such an inspiration. You Thank are you. just so grounded. You're such a light. I, I would Thank be, you. you know, honored if one day my daughter has, you know, any sort of qualities that you possess. Um, that's so you, sweet. 
You really yeah. are. So we can't say thank you enough for coming on today. Um, um, tell us where people can find you on social media. Yes. Uh, you guys can find me on social media everywhere at Allie Brooke, A-L-L-Y-B-R-O-O-K-E. Okay, Allie. So tell us where people can find your book. You can find it wherever books are sold. You can order it on Amazon, at a HarperCollins.com, at a Barnes & Noble's, your local indie bookstore. It's available everywhere they're sold. So I would and love it's available right it. now, right? And it's available right now. It just came out. Yay! So I'm super, I'm excited because I got a chance to see it first. <laughs> oh, yes, you did. You got the exclusive. So yeah, thank I you guys. And thank you for those words. That seriously means... It means so much to me. You know, it, it really does. I'm just trying my best out here. I'm well, you're right. doing incredible I'm trying job, my best. Thank you, you guys, guys. The book is called Finding Your Harmony. Yeah. All right, Allie. Well, thanks so much for joining us today, love. Uh, we wish you much continued success, and we'll talk with you soon. Everybody, Allie Brooke. Thank you, guys, so much. Mwah. Alrighty then. Have a great day. Okay, Gretchen, Christine. Okay, bye. No, not they're there. Oh. We're wrapping up our show. Oh, <laughs> Jesus! I'm on my own island. Oh my god. Okay, sorry. Go. All right, Gretchen. All right, Slate. <laughs> that was such a great show. Oh my gosh, I she's love so sweet. Her. Actually, so we have to we have to hold her to becoming auntie. I really. What a sweet lady. You know what? I love it. I just it's so it just gives me so much hope. For our daughter, like growing up in such a, you know, crazy sexualized, you know, just crazy world yeah. that, you know, if you truly have God as the center of your life and you just have a family that keeps you grounded, um, that even if you were to ever be in entertainment, that like, you know, you can really just still be true to who you are. Yeah. And it's I amazing. Just, it's an important message, uh, for someone to put out there that is, is achieving and finding success in the business. Yeah. Because I think so many people don't believe it's possible. But you know what? Forget even just entertainment. This isn't any business, any corporate setting, any, you know, any business that you're in. It's okay to set standards and have boundaries and, and you know, have your faith lead you. You know what I mean? That's, yeah. that's to me what the takeaway is here today is that, you know, yes, does that mean that you're going to go through probably a lot more scrutiny and you're going to have a lot harder, darker days? Probably. Is it going to seem unfair a lot of the times? Yes. I mean, I so know that way. You and I both know that way yep. too well. I mean, you know, the, all the people that we knew were lying and saying stuff and making stuff up about us in order to keep their paycheck and they continued to, you know, get rewarded for that behavior. That was hard. That was really hard for us to sit by and watch. But it truly, God is faithful if you're faithful to him and those things will come back and, you know, take care of the people the way they're meant to be. Yep. And, you know, really at the end of the day, look at us. We're happy. We're successful. We have a beautiful baby. We have, you know, we're, we have a great relationship with our child. You know what I mean? There's so many things. So many blessings, right? That are, that, you know, we have in our life that some of those people that used to say stuff about us have never had and will never have. That's so. true. That's true. So the, the question of the day. Okay. I think it's important that people take the time and ask themselves, what can I do to start owning your truth? And what can I do to start defining boundaries within my life? Yeah. Yeah. And what are you going to do to help not let others guide you, but let your own inner voice guide you? And hopefully that inner voice 
is guiding you back to another episode of Not Too Tender. <laughs> so thank you so much for listening today. We want you to subscribe. Please download and listen to Not Too Taboo today. Uh, you can find me at Slade Smiley Official. And you can find me at Gretchen Rossi. Tweet us, social media us, DM us. We love hearing from you guys. Thanks again for joining us this week, and we'll talk with you next week. Bye Have guys. a good one. The Not Too Taboo podcast is for informational and entertainment purposes only and is not intended as a replacement or substitution for any professional, medical, financial, legal, or other advice, diagnosis, or other treatment. This podcast does not constitute the practice of medicine or any other professional service. The use of any information provided during this podcast is at the risk of the listener. For medical or other advice appropriate to your specific situation, please consult a physician or other trained professional.